The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. It's time for CFL Deal or No Deal for our exclusive betting partner, Bet Regal. The Edmonton Elks, home to the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, as we mentioned earlier. The Bombers are favored by 12 and a half. Moose, are you taking that deal? No deal. The Saskatchewan Rough Riders at the Montreal Alouettes. Montreal favored by five and a half. I'm taking the bet. How about you? You know what? I'm with you. I'm going to take the bet. I think Montreal will cover. I think they're trending up. So are the Riders, but Montreal. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show. Very special day because it's Friday. Are you like me? Ready for the weekend? Football Friday is what we do here live from Century Downs Racetrack and Casinos. Live harness racing today and tomorrow. That's Friday and Saturday right here at Century Downs. We'll be at the race on Saturday afternoon. I'm committing you, Kevin the Medium. Kevin Hughes, our sales coordinator. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. All right. Good. You ready to drop some change on the ponies? I am. Yeah, I am. good. That's going to be I just got to convince the other half that it's a good idea. Okay. Well, hey. She's probably watching, so. Hi, Allie. Thanks for sharing him with us for the next two hours of sports talk here on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio Podcast and YouTube Live. Um, wherever you're watching or listening from today thank you for making us part of your day the guests today on this football friday are jim barker the cfl on tsn's jim barker and he's an hour one and an hour two our good and longtime friend jock wilson calgary stampeders pre and post game host form filled that role with the calgary flames he's from qr calgary so we'll uh, preview the, the what you believe is the game of the week the BC Lions home to the Calgary Stampeders Saturday night. Can you, Jordan, please hit the quick six show horn and let's get down to business. Jordan still doing a victory lap over the fact that he was the rock star of the day yesterday for the three camera work that he was doing with Cam Moon, the voice of the Edmonton Oilers. And by the way, you Flames fans, you people that call yourselves Flames fans, you're in luck. Peter Mark couldn't join us yesterday virtually, but he'll be joining us live here at Century Downs if you want to come down and join us. One of the most popular live guests we've ever had is Peter Mark. You know that. Yes, I'm looking forward to they that. They love the radio guys. They do. In some markets. <laughs> okay, we're going to... Th- <laughs> what are you watching over there? Horse jumping. Horse jumping. Equestrian? Gotcha. Okay. Uh, live show going on over here. No big deal. We're going to throw a curveball at you with point one. Before we get into the football, because there's CFL, there's NFL, and whatever else may come up. 
I'm going to start with Blue Jays, Kev. Former Blue Jays slugger Jose Bautista is going to be honored at Rogers Center tonight ahead of Toronto's game with the Chicago Cubs. Jose Barrio starts for the Jays in the first game of the three-game interleague series. Javier Asad will take the mound for Chicago. And i got to apologize. I didn't really delve much into that. They're not retiring his number, are they, Clark? I wouldn't think that they are for Joey Bats. No. No, just, they're just going to bring him up for something to do. Featured alumni of the game. A lot of teams do it. And it's brought about a poll question today for Key Auto Group, right out of the gate. It's a baseball poll question today for Key Auto Group. At Key Auto Group, driven by safety, experience peace of mind with our comprehensive multi-point inspections. Visit keyautogroup.ca for automotive excellence. We're football and hockey first on the RP Show, but we also like our baseball. And the poll question today is, who's the greatest Blue Jay of all time? Is it the correct answer of Roberto Alomar? Or is it career hits leader Tony Fernandez? Or is it Dave Steeb who leads in every career pitching category? Or is it somebody else? Because you can go to Google, Kevin the Medium, and just type in Blue Jays all-time top 10, best all-time Blue Jay. You will get an array of different answers. Oh, yeah. And I've seen lists that it say Roy Halladay. Some say George Bell. Some will say Jose Bautista. Um, Carlos Delgado's getting some write-in votes. It's a, it's a wonderful discussion and not really a slam-dunk winner, although I, I think when you settle in on it, it's Robbie Alomar. But now Joe Carter's hit the biggest home run in franchise history. That's, so, as soon as you said it, that's the first person that came to mind. Joe Carter. Yeah, him bouncing around the bases with the, probably one of the most famous home runs. Touch them all, Joe! Yes. Yes. So, I don't know. Um, Clark, what are they saying on YouTube? Because on Twitter... I posted at 7.30 a.m. Mountain. Robbie Alomar was winning, and then it's just split amongst all the rest for the write-in votes. What are they saying on YouTube? 50% with who? <laughs> Robbie Alomar leading with 50% of the vote on YouTube and then everybody else. So are we anointing Roberto Alomar, the greatest Blue Jay ever today? I just... Um, be interesting. I'll be, be watching the CFL game tonight, so I'm not sure if I'll even have the Blue Jays pregame on, but we all love our Jose Bautista, too, and the bat flip and all the rest. And don't, don't forget, they're putting out a bobblehead on the bat flip. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah. By the way, we saw a Don Cherry bobblehead the other day. <gasps> Friend of ours, Roger, here in Calgary. had. If anybody has a Don Cherry bobblehead you'd like to sell or know where we can get one, please let me know. I think it would look very nice at our place in Florida. And if one of the 20,000 people going to the game that get a Bautista bobblehead, check, call me. Okay, so grab two. <laughs> you people at Game Plus TV, if you're going to the game tonight, Jeremy, or any of you that are at the controls at Game Plus in downtown Toronto, grab us a couple bobbleheads if you don't mind. Thanks. So now to what everybody's talking about, because it is a football Friday, and we could spend two hours on this. Did you see the train wreck in Edmonton last night? The Elks losing streak has now reached a pro football, pro sports record, 22 straight home games. Drew Brown threw four touchdown passes for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. They erased a 22-point deficit in the second quarter, went on to beat the hapless Elks, 38-29. Bombers improved to 7-2, their first place in the West. The Elks now, what, oh and, oh and everything are the Edmonton Elks. And, uh, but the Bombers' Zach Caleros uh, was lost to an undetermined injury in the process. So before I get your take on this and everybody else's, and this one was on CBS Sports Network in the States last night, too, because my American friends were blowing up my phone about this. From, who, 
Carlos in Indianapolis says, can we just give a brief boo to whoever it was that called or jinxed Caleros getting injured last night? Who was it on this show that... It was. It was one of the viewers, and I don't remember who, and you said, don't put that out in the universe. Soon as he got hit, I thought, it's the fault of that guest. Wasn't put me. it out in the universe. Wasn't me. Uh, don't put that stuff out there. And I saw Milt the Stilt, the turtle man, Milt Stiegel, analyzing on was that a late hit on Zach that cranked his neck. And he goes, wasn't dirty, but it was late. And just further up more, Kyle from the audience writes in and says, how can Elks fans even function today? You were up 22-0 and a backup beat you. They're inventing new ways to lose. I literally said that. Elks every week have come up with new ways to lose. It's insane. Soon as Winnipeg scored their first touchdown, I was like, uh-oh. Here we go. Here we go. And I think what happened was the Elks thought the same thing. Maybe. Uh, who knows what they're thinking? <laughs> um, Chad Yanchiki from Winnipeg writes in and says, Good morning. Always love when I get to watch the show live. We always love when you can too, Chad. James in Borden, Manitoba says that JB is the best. Rod always has the best CFL guests. That's a fact, Jack, which reminds me, it's a tremendous league, and I don't understand. Like I, I said last week, TSN could do a better job. You know, they in some fashion, they treat it minor league, but it was the lead story on SportsCenter this morning was the Elks blowing this game. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, they're on national television every week, all four games. It's... In a way, I don't know why people want to dump on it. Because the game is spectacular. Everybody's talking about it. If you want to talk about something else, go talk about it. But we're going to talk about it because we love the league and our friends are all talking about it. And it was a fun game to watch. Yeah. Just because of the 22-0. and 0, um, You just had to... St I had to stay up. I couldn't go to sleep until the game was over. And I was having fun on Facebook with... Uh, what is it? Uh, the Smurf Mafia? The Smurf Mafia over at CFL Chatter. If you, are not, if you haven't followed CFL Chatter on Facebook, go over there. It's, uh, it's the best uh, CFL group on Facebook because it's just so much fun. Um, got, a, got a lot of new viewers and listeners tuning in today. And shout out Atlanta where half the CFL lives in the winter. Uh, Wayne in BC says, well, Trey Ford gave the Elks a boost for about the first quarter or so. It's unfortunate, but not surprising that the Bombers came back to win. Casey in Winnipeg says, Rod, I really hope this puts to rest the haters out there. The Bombers are not a one-quarterback team. Way to go, Drew Brown. Um, did, the analysis and the commentary out there is great. My guy, Scruffy, who you don't know, but you'll meet him at some point. Mitchell Scruffy Blair. Legendary broadcaster. Serena's a big fan of him, too. He started writing a column for uh, us again at rodpeterson.com. Nice. And you can follow him on Twitter at mblairregina. He has the, the best takes. I brought him back because he's got the best takes on the NFL, CFL, NHL. I respect him a lot. And he just said, hey, Ryder fans are being told to be patient with Mason Fine. Meanwhile, this guy comes in, not even a household name in his own house, throws four touchdowns, and he was insane. Bob's your uncle. I mean, yeah, it was against the Elks, but it, he was, you could see this kid could play quarterback. He's got a career. Built for the CFL. Oh, boy. Okay. Thank you, everybody, for outing the gentleman that jinxed Zach Caleros last night. It was John Ohm. Was Ohm. it? No. Way to go, John. Wow. You let everybody John. down, John. How about that? Okay. <laughs>
Jack in Vulcan, Alberta, says Chris Jones may never find work in the CFL again after his time in Edmonton. Well, as I was cautioned this morning, never's a long time. Uh, who knows? And number one, he hasn't even been let go in Edmonton yet. But, you yes. know, back then, just walk it back for a second. Shout out, Edmonton, and all our audience up there. We appreciate you there in our top five for uh, viewing uh, audience Trey Ford didn't do much. He handed the ball off to Kevin Brown. He ripped 65 yards. It was insane. And, and then there was the pick way. six from Zach, throwing it into the uh, defender's hands. What? I mean, that Trey was Ford just... didn't do anything. They're up 22 nothing, really, other than not turn the ball over. And then what did it end up? 38-29. Winnipeg's just too good of a team. But I'm seeing Steven Sorrells. He's the O-line. He was the guy that was out jumping off, off the sidelines, pumping his fist, if you were watching. Was that who it was? That yeah, was the O-line coach, Steven okay. Sorrells. Good friend of mine. And that is the thing. I've realized we got a job to do here. Um, you and I are big on the empathy train. Nobody's been in their shoes. Because I also have certification in trauma counseling. And to, just so you know, it's traumatic what they're going through. It, it is. Oh, it's got to be. The fans are one thing. You don't know if you got a job when you get up and go to the stadium in the morning. If that's the coach and the player. Guess what, folks? That's traumatic. So I don't mean to make light of this. That's the situation they're in. My point on that is when you're dealing with somebody who's a victim of trauma, don't say you've been in their shoes if you haven't. Nobody's ever lost 22 games at home in a row ever. It's uncharted So territory. we haven't been in their shoes. Exactly. All I know is it must suck. But that doesn't stop me from saying the Elks are now going to be broadcast on radio in Blackfoot Cree. That's now three official languages you can listen to the Elks lose in. That's the... Uh, rematch, the Labor Day rematch game is when they're going to start that. September 9th. Yes. So I don't know. I just looked at Victor Quee, the president. He's been very good to us. He's been on the show. He's welcomed us at the stadium in Edmonton. He's trying his ass off to do things to get people into the stadium. And then this. You know who I thought of last night watching that game was G-Roy. Him too. He must just be, when you say trauma, he must not be sleeping at night. He does not like losing. No, but it's the chicken and the egg thing. Are they talented or are they not talented? Like on the way into Century Downs here this morning, Serena and I were talking about who we feel the worst for. Is it Jones? Is it G-Roy? I said, you know, Sammy, our buddy from Daytona Beach, he's their head scout. Like he's responsible for all these young yeah. studs, uh, talent. And I'm like, I, there's talent there. And then with the, uh, with the coaching change with Stephen McAdoo, well, they go out 22 nothing. Holy smokes! Maybe that lit the fire under their butts. And then they just completely wilted over the second half, let a backup come in and beat them. And to be honest, I said, the guys that I feel sorry for the most are the broadcasters, particularly the play-by-play -play guy, Morley Scott. Dave Campbell's the color guy, and Blake uh, Marshall is the analyst because, what, you're not allowed to say that they're 0-8 or 0-9? That's a rumor we heard. It's just really bad. So I'm about to move on. If you have another point on this, great. If not, I'm moving on. Move on. Okay, uh, Jeff the Stamps fan says, by the way, the Elks logo was outstanding. The highlight of the night, da-da-dun, da-da-dun, was the Elks' new logo for First Nations and uh, them bringing T-shirts to the broadcast crew, Dustin Nielsen that and Glenn cool. Suter in the, in the booth. Um, we only got a couple minutes in this. With all due respect to the Calgary Stampeders and BC Lions, 
which will be at the watch party Saturday. We've been personally invited by the Shark Club Deerfoot Meadows to be there. Lots of folks coming down for it. I can't believe the amount and the value of the swag the Stamps give away at these things. We'll see you there 5 p.m. Saturday. The game of the night's tonight. Stop it. Did you see Jason Moss, the head coach of the Alouettes, what he said about this? He goes, I'm not going to lie and say it's not personal. It's personal. Yeah. And Craig Dickinson, whom I know far better than Jason Moss, and I, I love Craig Dickinson. He's been pulled into this war of words that you just know he didn't want to have. <laughs> he just wants to go supposed, coach a game. That's when you're supposed to say no comment. He He's tried. In these media, they just don't let you. And so they're like, Jason Moss and Cody Fajardo say that they were made to be scapegoats. So how do you feel about that? I'm sorry they feel that way. That's like one the next day. Yeah, Jason Moss says it's personal. So what do you think about that? And he's like, well, we didn't have the offensive production. They had to go. Pretty much what he said. Yeah. So What's going to happen tonight? So he said the truth. Uh, according to him. His truth. His truth that we didn't have the offensive production, so we had to let him go. Yeah, I guess. That's why they were let go. Well, yeah. That is why they were let go. Whose fault that is, who knows? But that's why they were let go. <sighs> yeah, so doesn't change the ill will going into the game tonight. I mean, you knew that come week 10, that was going to come up. Uh, when they meet tonight in Montreal... Um, Al's favored by five and a half at Bet Regal. By the way, I'm taking the bet. Do the Alouettes win and do they cover 5.5? Yeah, they cover. Yeah, you got yeah, the Alouettes to I win. I got tonight. the Alouettes to win. I'm, I'm saying by seven, seven okay, and a half. Okay, so when we come back, we're going to continue talking about that game. We'll talk about the other games in the Canadian Football League this weekend. The NFL, first real week of the preseason kicked off Thursday night. There's a slew of games tonight, six. Uh, we'll talk about other weekend sports when we return. Uh, on the way, well, Jim Barker's next. You're going to have to come back later. Jim Barker's in next to talk about all these things. Let's see if he's still wearing black. And in hour two, our good friend Jock Wilson from the Stampeders radio crew. We're live from Century Downs Racetrack and Casino on the Game Plus television network, WQEE radio podcast and YouTube live. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, 
everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. PlayNow.com 19 plus, use your game sense. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. It's a football Friday and a reminder. Uh, well, we are live from Century Downs Racetrack and Casino. Harness Racing tonight, live and Saturday, 1.15 post time. We'll be live at Century Downs watching it. Myself and Kevin, the medium, come on down and join us. And I'll remind you that our CFL coverage is brought to you in part by Sober Carpenter Non-Alcoholic Craft Beer. Check them out at SoberCarpenter.com for a uh, retailer near you. Okay, let's bring in Jim Barker now as we keep the party rolling on a football Friday CFL on TSN. And Jim, I'm going to get to the all-black outfits in a moment, but before I do, the game last night. Your take, man. I mean, how do you you explain it? You you can't explain the start and almost impossible to explain the finish with the with the backup quarterback and uh, the the job he did because to be honest with you I I just wasn't that impressed with him in the offseason. we we looked at him intensely thinking he may play in the Grey Cup because of uh, Caleros's injury last year and but boy did he turn it on he made every kind of throw you can make he played with great confidence and Buck Pierce did a great job of um, doing what they do so. You know, it was one of those deals that no matter how much Chris Jones mojo we tried to stir up, it it wasn't enough. That defense played poorly. They couldn't stop the run. Uh, it was there was one point. It was they were just getting eight to ten yards a crack. Uh, you know, a great start, a lot of enthusiasm, but boy, you got to be able to put four quarters together. Okay, well, number one, you just pointed out why you all were wearing black because Chris Jones always the, wears black. The, the Chris ding, Jones ding, ding, ding. mojo. We were we were trying right. to draw on our inner Chris Jones and help him get that win finally in uh, in Commonwealth, but it wasn't going to happen. 
Do you know why he wears all black every day? Do you want? Yeah. Do you want to know the truth? And I, I know. Well, I know what truth. he told me. Well, because it's slimming. <laughs> no, he told me is one last decision I got to make in the morning. That, That's what well, he told me. He can say what he wants. He wears it because it's <laughs> slimming on the sideline. <laughs> Okay. Well, and what about his comment here where he said people say we deserve to win and we don't deserve we don't deserve anything we haven't earned it. I mean, he's taking it right on the chin, man. I respect yep. that. But where do yep. they go from here? Well, they just keep keep their nose to the grindstone. I mean, the problem now is they can get ahead 21 nothing, you know, 24 to 7 at half, and they've got this in their mind that are we, what are we going to do that's it, it's hard to shake that kind of a loss and uh um but they will keep their nose to the grindstone and and i thought jarius did a nice job with trey uh ford uh put him in positions to be able to have some success and uh i think they're going to get a win i really do i just i don't think they can go the whole year without winning and uh, last night was a shocking, shocking first half and an equally shocking second half. I, I mean, it. I said before the game, this is going to end up being a great game. I don't know why. I just got a feeling it's going to be a great game, and it, and it turned out to be. Was I could talk about this all day with you, but let's move. I want to get to all the games. So tonight, Fajardo, Moz, they've both admitted it's personal for Montreal and them going against Sask tonight. Is that the right or wrong approach in your mind? Well, I think it's the natural approach. Anytime you get you get fired or let go or or rejected by an organization, you want to go back and stick it. I've had that happen to me multiple times, and uh, you want to go back and stick it to them. And so this one they've had circled on their calendar. There is no doubt about it. I think it's a tough call for Saskatchewan because of the travel. You're going back uh, in on five days. You're going into Montreal, which is always in the CFL a tough travel spot because of the city. And then that game they played Sunday night was emotionally draining. It was a very difficult game, and they fought it out till the very end and got the win. But those kind of games take something out of you. Now here they are five days later playing across the country and in Montreal, no less, against the guy that they let go of as their offensive coordinator and their quarterback. And, you know, whether Cody plays or not, I think he'll play. If there's any way he can walk, I think he'll play. Uh, if, he, if he can lift his arm at all. So, uh I just I think it could be a fantastic game. Uh, the uh, Montreal has only lost three games, and that's to the big three. That's to BC, Winnipeg, and Toronto. The only games they've lost. So I think Sean Lemon gave their defense a bit of a I hate to say a bit of a youth kick, but they just gave them a kick, and they they played differently with Sean Lemon in there with a different energy. So. Uh, it's it's. I think that tonight's game is going to be an exciting one. I think you hit it right. This is the game of the week. Uh, and by the way, I peruse in the game notes. Cody Fajardo's never started against Sask. I guess he's. I think thirty-two and ten all time. Everywhere else, he's never started a game against Sask. As if you needed another reason. 
to tune in tonight. Now, moving on for here in Calgary. These Stamps fans, they don't get enough coverage of their team. They tell me that. So they go mm -hmm. into BC. The Lions are favored by six and a half at BC Place Saturday night. What's your thoughts on that game? Well, again, I think Winnipeg gave teams a roadmap on how you can attack this BC defense that was so tough. They're very small on the on the edges. They're 240 on defense. They've got smaller guys inside. What Winnipeg did was they added a tight end. They added a slot back at times, but they added extra gaps up front, which forced those defensive backs to now have to play a little bit uh, of the run game, which I'm not sure is something they're they're great at, and it put them in a lot of man coverage. And as you saw, though, they couldn't hang with the Winnipeg uh, receivers. And again, I think it's a bit of a roadmap on what you have to do. Now, Calgary, that was a big win for them uh, against Toronto. Even though Chad Kelly got hurt, and you know they they ended up going against a guy who had never played before, and and honestly didn't play great. But it, they 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 got off the mark in terms of doing what they do. Now, they're getting Kadeem Carey back, which will give them a, a bit of a lift anyway, should he play. I, I'm pretty sure he's going to play, along with Diedrich Mills. And Jake Meyer was, you know, he didn't throw the ball over 10 yards or 14 yards, I think was his longest pass, but he was 22 at 24. The ball never hit the ground. And, uh, again, he'll gain confidence with that. So... I think that this is a, a good opportunity for Calgary. I think this is a difficult going into BC. Uh, they're very tough there. Their crowd is getting better every week. They're becoming more of a, um, a hometown advantage. So it's going to be tough, but I think Calgary can hang with them. And, and again, I see this as a game that uh, won't shock me if, if Calgary is able to beat them. I think they have to... Again, we don't know where VA's at in terms of his health, but if VA, you know, if that if he's not 100% and he has to come out after a quarter or so and Dominique Davis is playing quarterback and not no knock on Dominique, but he's he's not a starting quarterback in this league and and I then I really really like their chances to win. So, you've got a um a wobbly uh VA, you've got question marks at different places, again, Calgary starting to get stronger. That that was a great win against an undefeated team last week. And uh, I think it's going to make for a really interesting game. Sam Peters Watch Party Chart Club, Deerfoot Meadows, will be there 5 p.m. kickoff mountain. By the way, CFL on TSN's Jim Barker is with us. The text line is open. The EMJ Marketing text line, they provide the right keynote speaker for your event. Contact Joe at emjmarketing.com today. Uh, they represent both Jim Barker and myself. And the one game that I don't know the, the game I know the least about is Ottawa-Toronto. And when I say that, I mean Chad Kelly's status for the Argos Sunday at BMO Field. Argos are still favored by eight and a half at home at Bet Regal with or without Chad Kelly. Mm -hmm. What do you know about that game going in? Well, without Chad Kelly, I would be all over Ottawa, but I believe Chad Kelly's going to play. Uh, I was shocked he didn't go back in the game, and I, I think that was as much Ryan Dinwiddie uh, understanding that 
he's got to have Chad Kelly to have a chance to win the Grey Cup. That's got to be his quarterback. And if he's got, he doesn't want something that's kind of bad to turn into something real bad. I, he practiced this week full. Uh, I don't think he's going to be a problem to play. And again, th- that team, they're still an outstanding team. They lost Pickett also, who was probably the one guy on defense that was really almost non-losable because they hadn't been playing anybody else at the Sam linebacker. And so this week, I believe they'll move Robertson Daniel down there. He played that a little bit last year before he got hurt. And then he played that in Calgary. So I think he'll play Sam and they'll move Quantez Stiggers over to play halfback and bring Jamal Peters back, who was a healthy scratch last week um, that, Again, they they rotate guys around and they they take healthy guys and give them give them weeks off and that kind of thing. So uh, Peters will be back in. I think they'll move Quantez Siggers to halfback and I think they'll put Robertson Daniel at, at Sam linebacker. And that should be you know that's a fast defense and you know with Dustin Crum you need to be able to. Again, I think you want you want the ball to come out of his hand a little bit like Trey Ford last night. And I said it at halftime. The one thing that Winnipeg wanted was they wanted to see whenever he was back in the pocket, the ball come out of his hands. We used to be that way with Damon Allen. And there, there was a few quarterbacks that you would just as soon see the ball. Tracy Ham is another one that was, was that way. You just as soon see the ball come out of their hand as have them run. And I think Dustin Crum is a little in that, in that category with Trey Ford. So... Uh, I think they'll do some good things to try to contain him, keep him in, and force him to throw the ball. Uh, I'm not sure how much pressure they'll put on. I think they'll play a lot, play play a little more coverage. But uh, again, I just think Toronto's a good football team. They're very, very good up front. I think last week Ottawa. I mean, again, uh, one of the scary things about Saskatchewan was they played an Ottawa team that was playing Jacob Ruby at tackle. And their defense looked good. I will give them that. Lanier had a great game. I like Lanier inside. Lanier, I think, prefers to play outside. Um, But I like him inside. But they had a great game. But they're playing against a guy who's never played tackle in in this league in a game, Jacob Ruby. Um, They just had had a, a very young offensive line. Uh, on that on that right side of the line, so uh, that that's a little scary to me about Saskatchewan that it, it that they almost lost that game to a team that was doing that. Uh, but I think that Ottawa's offensive line is going to struggle mightily with the Toronto front, and Toronto needs to get their running game back going. They need to to make sure they they keep the pressure off the quarterback. The one thing Dinwiddie's done is he's Chad Kelly hasn't had to carry the team, and I think that's allowing him to feel his way in the league. And with Zach Caleros down potentially now, and again, we don't know what's wrong with him. I haven't even heard one report yet. Uh, it looked like it was either his shoulder when he when he fell when Coney Ely fell on him, or it could have been his head. If that's the case, that can always be a problem with Zach. So. Uh, you know, with with uh, keep, keeping Chad Kelly healthy and upright, I think the running game helps them do that. They have an outstanding offensive line, and they need to be able to do that this week uh, against the Ottawa Red Blacks.
Great stuff, Jim. I appreciate it. And let me just ask you that. This looked like a black velvet number you were wearing last night. Was it hot? <laughs> no, it was not hot. It was a, uh, it, actually, you know, we, we had to wear all black. And so it was the only really truly black. I have some like dark navy suits, but most of them are black. I mean, I don't have any black. So I had this black velvet jacket and it, it was kind of hot, but you know, it's, it's in that studio we were in, the heat gets turned up for whatever reason. It's an on-ride studio because of World Cup, we got kicked out of our normal studio. So if we're back in our normal, if we were back in our normal studio, it would have been just fine because it's always freezing in there. So no, I wasn't too bad. <laughs> the perils of the business. All right, Jim, thanks for the time. Enjoy the games. Chat with you the next week. Great. Thanks, Rod. CFL on TSN's Jim Barker, five-time Grey Cup champion. We'll talk about these and other things, including the National Football League preseason getting underway last night post-Hall of Fame game and six more games tonight. Kevin, the medium, will get him to jump in here till the top of the hour. And Jock Wilson's on his way out here from the Stampeders broadcast crew. It is a football Friday. Apparently not on Game Plus Television in Canada today, but we are on in the USA. For sure on WQEE Radio, podcast and YouTube Live. PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. PlayNow.com 19 plus, use your game sense. We're live from Century Downs Racetrack and Casino before a live studio audience here. Live harness racing tonight and then Saturday afternoon. In a moment, we'll be bringing Kevin the Medium back on. He's right beside me. But first, a sports update. I'm going to say this. C.J. Stroud had a short and at times shaky NFL debut Thursday night. Davis Mills threw a six-yard touchdown pass to rookie Tank Dell, and the Houston Texans beat the New England Patriots 20-9 in the team's preseason opener Thursday night in Foxborough. Stroud, as you know, drafted second overall out of Ohio State, played the first two series for the Texans, went two for four for 13 yards and a pick. He also rushed twice for six yards and was sacked once. If you care, the Texans covered. They were favored by three and a half. They won 20-9 at New England. And in the night game, Drew Locke threw a pair. Remember him, Drew Locke? He's still around. He threw a pair of touchdown passes, including a 19-yard strike to Jake Bobo late in the third quarter. And Seattle beat Minnesota 24-13 in the preseason opener for both teams. With starting quarterback Geno Smith looking on as a spectator, along with most of the starters for both sides. Drew Locke completed 17 at 24 passes for 191 yards with one interception. He also found Aesop Winston Jr. for a 13-yard touchdown strike. There are six games tonight. We might look ahead to those a little later on, but not now. But I'll tell you our sports update is brought to you 
by Landmark Cinemas in theaters now. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. Check it out this weekend. Tell me how it is Monday at Landmark Cinemas. And congratulations, by the way, to our winners. Do I have their names here? Yes, Jim Wagner and Terry Mullock are winners of our Landmark contest we play each week. Start again next week. We'll be awarding winners next Friday. Kevin the Medium is here, CFL guru, host of the Hughes Sports Podcast, and all the rest. And uh, you really loved that interview with Jim Barker, didn't you? I really did. I said to you after you got off the air there, I really would love to meet him and sit and just talk football with him. I think it would be one of those meetings where you go, I'll remember that for the rest of my life. You know, I'll, I'll say that again, and I mentioned I'll get to the NFL, maybe next segment with you, because... That panel right now, we watched it all last night, is just so dang good. It is. It's entertaining. I haven't been a big fan of the TSN panels over the years. This year, I find that I'm actually watching halftime. So, yeah, good on them. Uh, Ted in Red Deer writes, and he says, man, Jim Barker seems like a nice guy. Knows his football inside out. Another RP show, pros, pro. We only have the best on this show. Have you figured that out yet? Uh, 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 from the bomb. That's the name writing in from watching on streaming says the Alouettes will win by seven. I have a feeling. I got a feeling. What song? Tonight's going to be a good night. I got a feeling. Allie in Texarkana says happy Friday, RP squad. Just checking in from around uh, the world here. (laughs) Jordan writes in and says, go stamps, baby. With a flames emoji or what do you call it avatar um how much are you looking forward to the calgary bc game barker basically said i got the sense that the stamps are going to win i've picked him to win what do you did what you, you pick them to win? win how much are you following of the coverage of the game like is va I'm, good to go va is good to go oh that does um, make a difference it does it makes a big yeah. difference so with him in I'm more confident. With them not in, I'm still confident. I'm just more confident with VAN. It's a must-win game for BC. It sounds silly halfway through the season, but to keep in the top two, it's a must-win. Oh, for sure. Don't start now. You're starting to convince me. That, that might be the game of the week. I tell you. At least we'll be watching them all. We will. 5 p.m., Shark Club, Deerfoot Meadows. 5 p.m. Mountain on Saturday. Come on down and join us. You'll be there for sure. Serena's going to be there. She, uh, she's getting into the CFL football, man. Nice. Not bad for a U.S. girl. Yeah. Um, Nelson, our VP of Sim Events, writes in and says, Enoch did great when he stepped in on the panel last week. He's really setting himself up for a post-football media career. Um I don't want to spend too much time on the CFL media or the Canadian media landscape because people came here, I think, to talk football. But the one thing is, number one, everybody thinks, particularly ex-players, that they all want to do it and they all think they can do it. Enoch was pretty good. He's taken to Twitter uh, Twitter to give his thoughts on things. I thought Bo Levi Mitchell was the next guy. I still think he is. might as well just move him in there. I still think he is. If not, he'll go coaching, then he'll go on to the panel. I think he's got a coaching career. If you see him on the sidelines when he's hurt, which has been um, a lot lately, yeah, um, he's he's coaching. He's talking and he's in people's ears. I remember back when he was with the Stamps, sitting five yards behind the bench, he would always be in the ears of people. So, yeah. 
Viewer Jordan says if the Stams can sneak into the playoffs, then anything can happen. Well, Ryan Thelwell sat in that chair. Was it last week? Maybe yes. our first week. And he's like, I'm not worried. This was out. This was before they beat the Toronto Argonauts. He's like, it's going to go down to the final third of the season before we all figure it out. So like to get all worked up, unless you're an Edmonton fan, you got reason to be worked up now. But if you're a Calgary fan, I don't think you do because it's like, we'll get it sorted out. You're not sure Edmonton's going to get it sorted out. <laughs> After last night, I don't think there's anything to sort out in Edmonton. It's, they're done. Like, look at you, next yeah, season. No, it's not, that's not what I'm look saying. Look at next season. They're miss, what you're saying is they're missing the playoffs. They're done, and I, clearly they are. They like, are. They're by far the worst team in the league. But the question is, they basically fired a coach already. Like, yes. what are you going to do now? And to be honest with you, I got to give you the honest analysis because that's why people come here every day, particularly the CFL fans. I'm talking to agents. I'm talking to personnel people. And they're saying that Edmonton's just blowing money hand over fist, just stupidly. Now, probably every team does to a degree, but Edmonton can't afford literally and figuratively to be doing that, i.e. paying bonuses to players that never end up playing a game. You know what I mean? And, and, and the $500,000 or whatever it was that they paid Scott Milanovic to coach and never even set foot at Edmonton during the COVID year was just a... And what are you going to do? You had to have a coach, but just hemorrhaging money. Yes. And when you sit and you look at the crowd, like, here's another one. I see my guys like Eddie Steele and the guys on Twitter that are like Eskimo. That's their... Always will be Eskimo. And they feel sorry for the fans in Edmonton. And I'm like, well, Serena and I were talking about it earlier. I said, I feel the most sorry for the broadcasters because those are my boys. Who do you feel the most sorry for? Coaches. With that whole, do you? The, Why? Just because they're the ones normally that are facing the media on a daily basis. And what can you say? Like, where, what do you say? When, what do you do next? Win? Like, what do you say? You've said everything. We got to put our nose to the grindstone. We got to believe in ourselves. How many more analogies can you come up with when you've lost 22 at home? Question for you. Are they the worst team ever in the CFL? This Edmonton team? Yeah, this, they're in the conversation. They have to be. And in I the would say the only other team that comes to mind is the 03 Hamilton Tiger Cats that went one and seventeen. Yes. And I broadcast their lone win. So I saw that with my own eyes. So you know, Barker, he didn't even really seem confident when he's like, Well, I think they'll win a game. <laughs> like like there's a chance they might not. <laughs> a very good chance. I look, they're in Hamilton next week. And that's a team with their own set of problems, but they're on a bye right now. They're going to be at home, and there's a ton of pressure on them, and they just fired their offensive coordinator, yes, right? Yes. They, but when you're as bad as Edmonton, there are no easy weeks. There isn't an easy week. There just isn't, right? So I think it's reasonable to assume that they will not win a game all year. Sorry, not sorry. We'll pause and be back more with Kevin the Medium on this football Friday. Jock Wilson coming in next hour live here at Century Downs. We are on Game Plus Television USA only today. If you're checking in from below the 49th, give us a shout out on the EMJ Marketing text line 902-518-3033. We're also on the radio in Atlanta. WQEE shout out Dirty Birds. They're at the Dolphins tonight. One of six NFL games. Also podcast and YouTube live.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We're live from Century Downs Racetrack and Casino. And uh, this, well, we'll be bringing Kevin the Medium back a little later on uh, in the program. But coming up to kick off our two, Jock Wilson of the Calgary Stampeders broadcast crew. I just, uh, I guess audience takeover time because we've already done the sports update. I will tell you, though, that the Canadian Elite Basketball League Championship Weekend tips off tonight. Officially, they, they had the awards the other night. This is just like the Memorial Cup. And you people know how much I love the memor. But this is the pro basketball version. Doubleheader tonight, Scarborough versus Niagara, followed by Vancouver versus Calgary. Tonight, Langley Event Center. Check it out. Six games in the NFL. Blue Jays home to the Cubs tonight. They're honoring Jose Bautista, and it's the Rough Riders at Montreal. In the CFL, our, from our audience, Kevin the Medium is here. Uh, Michael Gillum writes in. I think he's in Winnipeg. He says, I'm here for the CFL talk. Thanks, Rod. We get that a lot, don't we, Kevin the Medium? Constantly. Yeah, I got a couple guys checking in here from North Dakota. Buffalo, Bill, and Cole Frank. Thanks, guys. And I'll say this. We got some... Well, we got a... No, we only got a couple minutes. We can't get in anything too deep. But I'll say this. We've been here long enough, over two years now, two years plus, and I'm starting to get recognized in Calgary, which isn't a new thing. I, not really a new thing. It's new here. But like the malls, the restaurants, the this, the that. But you got it the other day, and I want you to tell people how that went. I did. I was playing poker, and somebody looked over at me and said, are you Kevin the Medium? And I, I had to laugh is all I could do. And how I'm about like, that? Yeah. And they go, we how watch you that? on the RP show. So it's, that's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. I'm not going to lie. I guess we want more of that. Yes. Is that what we want? Yes, of course we do. Yes. <laughs> I'm teasing. <laughs> but come, come on down. To the Shark Club Deerfoot Meadows, Saturday, 5 p.m. for the watch party. And, and get serious about it. Because the last one, you were there. We had people coming up and legit saying they watched the show. Yes. And they're like, you're not such a bad guy. What am I supposed to say to that? I've changed. I wasn't a bad guy before, okay. just so oh. you know. <laughs> I didn't know you then. The rider guy. It's only been a year. Uh, it's right. Um, top five views, cities for viewership. Last minute of play, by the way, in the RP show here. Regina, Ottawa, Winnipeg, Calgary, Toronto. What does that say? Is that CFL fans, I wonder? or Those are CFL fans. And it says it's still growing. I mean, after five years, we've only started. Um, wait till we really break into BC and break into Ontario. And the big thing, wait till we break into uh, the East Coast. And USA. USA. Okay. Falcon, yeah, you don't like it. <laughs> you just stay here. 
I'll, I'll uh, I got the I'll South keep covered. The Canadian yeah. going. You get that those exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, Jock Wilson next hour. A lot of CFL talk, a little NFL too. Got to chat some Flames as well, some NHL stuff. Stick around after this brief pause, everybody. By the way, John Kirby, I get it. We're not on Game Plus in Canada today. You've told me five times. Thanks. We're on WQ, but yeah, we are on in the states. There, Game Plus Television, WQEE podcast, and YouTube. Be right back.